thank you all for for sharing. And I had um, just a few comments that I that I would like to share as well. And um, since we're talking about blessings and, and just receiving a blessing and uh, also just giving blessings, I think both of them have the power or I would say even the energy to change us in such a, a positive way from the inside out. So I'd like to start off uh, this morning just with an Irish blessing uh, I have some family from, from Ireland, so I guess they, the Irish blessings speak to me. But hear this blessing and, and, and receive it. May the blessing of light be on you, light without and light within. May the blessed sunlight shine on you and warm your heart until it grows. And we can just sit with that blessing and, and receive it and hear it once again. May the blessing of light be on you, light without and light within. And may the blessed sunlight shine on you and warm your heart until it grows. And it's so beautiful and heartwarming to, to hear kind words which affirm us and, and lift us up. A heartfelt blessing, it uplifts us, inspires us, it gives us hope. And it centers us in that love and, and the grace of God. And it warms our hearts. And to give a blessing, we have to let go of our, of our judgments. And we have to see someone's value and, and their holiness. And we can give and we can receive blessings from, from God or, or Jesus or the Holy Spirit. And also that spirit quite often is moving through other people in nature. And we receive that blessing. And I remember when I was um, getting my course of study, studying for theology, I went to Kansas City uh, to work there and, and to study there. And I was really interested in, in Harry Truman at the time. And I spent, uh, I would always stay in a hotel near Harry Truman's house. <laughs> and Truman was a walker. And so after he was the president living in independence, he would walk every day. And, and they have a little walking path where you could follow along. Truman's footsteps and just see where he stopped and who he talked to. And I found it fascinating that towards the end of his walk, it was two or three mile walk, he would stop at this really big tree. And he would place his hand on the tree and say some words to that tree every day. And I don't know why, but that's just interesting that a former president was blessing this tree every day. And one of my friends said that what he told that tree when he was blessing it, he says, he said, you're doing okay, tree. You're doing okay. So we even take time to bless the trees and the flowers and, and the beauty. And, and even Truman did this. So I believe we receive blessings each day, but it's taken that time to, to slow down and to actually receive them. But do we also take time to bless one another? in creation as well. To bless someone or to bless something is to see them and actually recognize them and their value and worth. To bless is to think or, or speak well of someone or something. And we can bless someone silently with our thoughts or we can speak a blessing out loud. 
And this week I was remembering my, my father. He was a, a very quiet, very reserved person. Uh, I would call him a, a Midwestern Stoic. So he was few in words. <laughs> uh, and when I left for college, I, I went over 400 miles away, which was a long ways for me. And neither one of us, <laughs> being out of that Stoic tradition, could really express our, our feelings towards one another. And I always remember the morning I left, uh, we were both trying very unsuccessfully to hold back our tears. And we couldn't speak because of those tears. But instead, my father, he held me in his warm embrace. It was just a blessing that I will never forget. And I knew he loved me and he cared for me very, very much. And I was also remembering when my, my sister got married at St. Paul's United Methodist Church in Wichita, Kansas. And she was waiting to, to go walk down that aisle. And my grandmother, the, the, our benevolent matriarch, she walked up to my sister and she handed her this tattered embroidered handkerchief. And she told my sister, she goes, I held this when I walked down the aisle with your grandfather. And she goes, and your mother held it as well, and all of your aunts. And she said, if you would like, you can hold this for comfort as well. And my sister just carefully took <clears throat> that little piece of cloth and held it close to her. And it was a blessing, a blessing that affirmed her value and her worth. And Barbara Brown Taylor says, a blessing does not confer holiness but it recognizes what is already there. And that's good for us to remember. A blessing doesn't confer holiness, but it recognizes what is already there. Because in the beginning, our creator blesses us and says, you are good. You are very, very good. So when we bless, we see the holiness, the goodness, and the beauty that we are created in and other people as well. The beauty that God sees in us. And Father Ron Rollheiser, he says, the capacity to praise more than to criticize defines our maturity. When we can praise more than we can criticize. And I think all of us have probably been groomed in, in the school of criticism. <laughs> so we have to rethink and think about praising one another and lifting one another up. Because when we bless someone or, or something, we see beyond our, our restrictive labels and, and our, our petty judgments. And we see people and we see creation from a divine perspective. And we start to notice it is good. It is good. They are good. Barbara Taylor says, pronounce a silent blessing or speak one out loud. And then she says, pay attention to what happens in the air between you and that other person. And we can notice a shift or a change when we live from those blessings. I remember maybe because Jennifer was singing this morning, uh, there was a, an unruly kid when we were teaching in, in Meeker who terrorized teachers. I think it's safe to say that he terrorized teachers. And one day after school, we were in this huge rainstorm and this kid was walking home all by himself and just getting drenched in the rain. 
And Jennifer, I think she was reflecting, well, should I stop or should I not stop? (laughs) She just said he was 18 years old and he was naughty. (laughs) But she stopped by and, and opened up the door and offered him a ride home. And he got in. And that little blessing changed his heart towards her. And he, he turned in one of her strongest advocates and just loved her and cared for her. And so these blessings have the real power. Sincere blessing has real power, energy to change us from the inside out. And just think of the times, not only today, but this week. Think of those times and maybe do some journaling where you've been blessed by an elder, a parent or a grandparent, a respected teacher or a coach maybe a friend or even a stranger and just out of the blue, you have been blessed. Blessings have the energy to transform how we see ourselves and how we see the world. And when John baptizes Jesus and his head burst out of that that river Jordan, which is a symbol of new life, he hears his father's blessing. You are the blessed one. In you, I take delight. In Jesus, at that moment, he knows that he is loved and blessed for the rest of his life. And Roheiser says it's like he just constantly hears his father's voice telling him that he is a beloved child. What if that was the inner voice we heard all day and all night, confirming our value, our holiness, and our dignity? And this blessing forms his eyesight, and he lives out of what Roheiser calls a blessed consciousness. What if we lived out of blessed consciousness? And then on the Sermon on the Mount that we just read part of, Jesus says, Blessed are you when you are poor, when you mourn, when you are hungry, or when you are thirsty. And it's as as if he is saying that we are blessed no matter what our circumstances are in life. And how is that possible? And we've all experienced the the highs and the lows. How can we be blessed regardless? Because it's that understanding, that awareness, that, that God is with us and God is for us. And nothing can separate us from the love of God. And of course, the opposite of a blessing is a curse. And we curse someone or something when we think poorly of them or speak poorly of them. We might say, shut up, go away, you're stupid, you're an idiot. Or we might say, I won't say it out loud, the notorious F-bomb. Think about the curse. And it's so much more than, than, than cussing, but it's thinking poorly of someone. Like remember... Uh, we were talking about this week in, in elementary school, and I was asking Jennifer about this. Believe it or not, she, she left the classroom to, to go use the restroom, and she was singing in the restroom at the top of her lungs. As a What grade were you in? Second. Second grade. <laughs> she was just singing away. <laughs> and the teacher found out that she was singing in the restroom, and she told her to stop singing. And for recess that day, Jennifer had to stand against the wall because she was singing. And when we curse, we try to rob someone of their joy. 
or their spirit. And I can sadly relate to that teacher and also give thanks at the same time for forgiveness and new beginnings. And Rollheiser says, we curse one another because we have been cursed. But the good news is we have also been blessed. And I trust that God's blessings is greater than the curses that we may have said or received. And nothing so much depresses us as cursing others, just as nothing brings us as much joy into our lives as blessing others. And Rollheiser says, when we act petty, then we get to feel petty. But when we act like God, we get to feel like God and be filled with the love, the joy, the peace, and the patience of Christ. We clothe ourselves in compassion and kindness and humility when we bless one another. A sincere blessing given or received reminds us of who we are in Christ. We are blessed children and we are created in God's image. And so I'd like to share just in closing here, just a, a few blessings that I read. I know we have a couple Rumi fans on, on the call here. So I'd like to read one of his blessings. May blessings drop their blossoms all around us. And here the a Quaker blessing. Let us give thanks for unknown blessings already on their way. And a Celtic blessing. Deep comfort of the earth below us. Vast joy of the heavens above us. And great peace of the infinite within us. And a Gaelic prayer of blessing. Deep peace of the running waves to you. Deep peace of the flowing air to you. Deep peace of shining stars to you. And deep peace of the quiet earth to you. So we come from a rich tradition of blessedness. And my prayer for all of us is that we may live from a blessed consciousness and that we may bless more and curse less. Amen.